The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. Uh, and you know Cobra Kai has been blowing up and I know you've been in a bunch of other stuff we'll talk about that as well but uh, you know it, it's going into uh, this season three um, I know a lot of people are you know since Netflix picked it up are, are just binging all three seasons when you got the role did you think that it would blow up this big no no anytime I get a role I don't set that expectation on you know, my character, it's just a lot to hold on your shoulders, you know? So I just go in and do my job. And when, when they announced we got picked up by Netflix, that's when I was like, oh man, buckle up. I got messages from people, you need to buckle up. And you know, and we, I have about three things like that this year and this is the first wave. So I'm pretty oh, nice. excited about 2021, yeah. Very cool. Uh, are those things that you can talk about, or they're hush hush? Oh, not yet. Okay. Not yet. March, <laughs> March, and then uh, March, and then May. So awesome. Well, I, I mean, we do a bunch of shows here on on the Dorkening, so I'd love to have you back. You know, uh, when you're ready to talk about stuff. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So your character is uh, integral to the name of Cobra Kai. Uh, would you like to uh, talk about what your role was and and uh, I? Spoilers ahead if you haven't seen Cobra Kai, but yeah, just go binge it. But would you like it's to talk hard, about? It's hard to. Uh, it's, I'm gonna try to do it without spoiling. It. I don't think you can. <laughs> well, I, I'm gonna. If anybody could do it, I will give the person who's in the show oh, totally. credit to doing it. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll drop hints. I'll just okay. say, let's say if I were fascinated with porcupines, it would be Porcupine Kai you'd be watching. Okay. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> I don't know. You can't do it without spoilers. I mean, look, yeah. I'm a badass dude on the show. I torture the guy that everyone thinks is the badass dude on the show. So yep. that takes my badassery to the next level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know, they definitely, you know, turned Crease's character around. You know, it, they, sh you know, he is a badass in the show, but showing, you know, where he came from, you know, and how nice he was, and and you know what turned him evil and that that pit was holy crap when when they showed that that was i mm -hmm. i hate snakes to begin with but oh my god that was scary yeah those are real snakes too i mean those were they were in the pit <laughs> really oh wow. yeah yeah they had their own tent yep. on set and they had the heating tent it was cold in october and they were they had to be kept at a certain temperature their internal temperature so they had snake wranglers there i mean it was in it was fascinating oh. i I'm not terrified of snakes, so that's a good thing. Yep. But I'm terrified of a little mouse, a rat, <laughs> unfortunately. <So. laughs> well, uh, anybody who watches the show uh, has heard this story before, so I won't go uh, that deep into it. But I actually, uh, when I, I lived in Florida for a little bit, and when I came back to uh, Connecticut, I lived in, in my parents' old farmhouse for a little mm -hmm. while. 
And, uh, you know, my dad's been passed for a while. So, you know, the upkeep was, you know, there, he hasn't been around the house to like stomp things around. Well, it turned out the house got infested with snakes when I came back. And, oh, great. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah I, I was taking out about a dozen snakes this summer. Oh, yeah. It, wow. yeah, yeah. It was, what time were they? Were they like? Uh, well, it, it was. They were a mix between. Uh, they were mostly black racers. Yeah, and uh, when when the temperature gets really hot, they move like the Dickens. Yeah, yeah. And they crawl up high. So um, <laughs> when I learned about them, I was actually doing laundry, and I kept on hearing a noise underneath the washing machine. And uh, finally, you know, I, I shake the thing about and I see something black underneath it. And I realize it's a snake. And I'm looking around and I look up in the rafters and there's a snake above me there too. So I was, and then there was another one by the boiler. So there was like, I was surrounded. It was scary. I mean, that sounds like the beginning of act three in a sci-fi movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Snakes take over. <laughs> Snakes get off the plane. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so... So it was interesting. Like I, I was going through your, your, your filmography and stuff, and, and a couple of things did sh- jump out at me that were very, very interesting. So you have been, and of course you, you know you because you did. This, you were in two separate Fox Marvel movies, yeah, uh, including one that was an acclaimed movie mm-hmm. uh, with Logan, and then another one which wasn't so well acclaimed, uh, Fantastic Four. Of, I always call it fa- Fan Four Stick, um, <laughs> and so. <laughs> you, you put the four in the name it's gonna just stick so i'm always curious like those different productions because they were really like right next to each other mm-hmm. was there when you're between being like on logan and being on fantastic four was there just a en- different sort of energy because you're there with some of like the best actors of the you know Mar- in fox and marvel mm-hmm. to some of their you know they're trying something new like what were your experiences between those, both those kind of projects? You know, every set has a different kind of energy to it. Um, in, in the space that I was in for Fantastic Four, I was in like a, um, a lab environment, so it felt very closed off and everything was just, you know, it was dark, right? So, um, but on the flip side of that, I have, you know, I'm about to work on a movie and I'm in the green room with Sir Patrick Stewart and Hugh Jackman by myself. Now, mind you, this is the same guy that I pretended I was when I was a kid when we played X-Men, right? So I just couldn't, like, I couldn't believe. So it was partly the energy and Logan was something that was self-created and also, you know, a blessing. Like I was, I was just super blessed, man. I was like, wow, I'm here and having amazing conversations with the two. And, you know, oh wow, yeah, I went from fan to colleague and, you know, however many decades <laughs> yeah I, I mean you've heard stories that some of the, those both those sir patrick stewart and hugh jackman are some of the nicest people celebrities that you'll meet and they'll just talk with you for as amount of time so 100%. yeah that's a, I mean. and you know they're immortals too because they they don't age at all you know yeah exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> i think he was wearing the same cardigan he was in in one of the x-men uh x-men movies and <laughs> so, it might be the same one <laughs> you sat there i was like and you're just like you're right you're like i was you i watched you and i like yeah. that's so like cool when when you meet people like that and you've met dozens and dozens of 
these celebrities in these roles that you've you've taken on as well as just being in the industry and like stunts yeah. and even doing some stunts i mean does it still blow you away when you meet somebody that you you grew up watching on the screen or you know you know heard stories about and stuff like that you know is, yeah, is that you still get starstruck a little bit with that kind of stuff um i i i get a sense of uh gratitude like major like it, my heart it almost wants to implode like it happened on uh, Cobra Kai because, and I had to really compartmentalize that because I play this guy who is supposed to hate all these people, right? So I had to detach myself from the from the uh, like what I was really feeling, and then really just celebrate after, you know. And honestly, like the the characters, you know, um, his severity in in like the series didn't really hit me till it came out, until the edit, you know, everything started happening and and. One of my buddies texted me and said, dude, you are the reason why it's called Cobra Kai. Yeah. And then and then it kind of hit me. I was like, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> you are officially part of yeah. karate kid lore. Can't yeah. you are you are the reason. I'm the reason. I'm the reason. <laughs> <laughs> so uh Which Uber think when I need him to sing it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if uh if you haven't watched season three yet and uh Crease is definitely playing a larger and larger role on it. Obviously, going into season four, it looks like he's going to have an even larger role. It seems like um, the two main characters are going to be facing off against him. Um, has there been talk about doing more flashbacks with your character? Um, I can't. I can't really okay. comment on that. But but you know, here, here's here's what I could say. Anything's possible. Yeah. <laughs> and they've proven that. They've proven that. Sorry, James. I didn't mean to disappoint. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm looking at Leo. I'll be like, come, dude. Like, come oh, on. Oh, I, hey, I, I had to try. For like, why can't you no. ask a question? No, no. I, <laughs> see, for, for, I like to. I like to be surprised. I like to like anticipate. Leo just wants to get everything spoiled with him, like right off the bat. Like so. You know, he, he's itching to wa- watch the next four episodes of WandaVision before they're even out. Just it's not the it. next four. Oh, jeez. Did, did you catch the WandaVision spoilers that leaked online? No. I, no. no. Okay. Because we're not, we're not psychotic. I chose to not engage in it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. It's exciting. it's exciting, though, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it, you've done some stunt work. Um, and so w- w- compared to like, you know, you know, being like an actor and then kind of doing that next role, being doing those stunts, um, is there something like a little bit differently other than like, you know, you're literally putting your body on the line for this that, you know, changes the way you approach a character when you know there's going to be a little bit more physicality to it than say just a normal acting job? Um, of course. Yeah. Just because you can be there 100% and, you know, you don't act up until you know the part where you fall or, or you, you're in the whole scene all the way through and depending on if it's if there's cuts in the take you know you're really in it you know there's, <laughs> lately they've been wanting to do everything in one take and just kind of follow and you know i like track shots i love those long takes and you know whenever there's a there's a situation where i have to do my own stunts it's game time like i'm in like you you, you won't even see me talking to you on set myself <laughs> on how i'm gonna fall I'm going to get hit because getting hit's an art. <laughs> Shout out to my stunt people, man. Those guys, without them, we have no movies. Oh, and is that something that like the director approaches you about or are you being like, I'll do it. Like you don't even have to like double check with me. Or is that something that's kind of discussed way ahead of time? I assess the situation on set. And like, if there are no stunt people and I feel like they're creatively stuck because they're not sure if I would do the stunt, I would interject and say, I'll do the stunt. Now, if there are 
a bunch of stunt guys on set, I'll let them do it just because I don't want to send anybody home without with no pay, you know. But well, no, they'll, they'll get paid, but I won't almost send anybody home without getting some play on screen. So it just depends. It depends on the situation. Okay. All right. So uh, along with acting and doing stunts, uh, you've also done some producing. Have you thought about uh, going over to directing? Because they say actors make the best directors. I did. I, you know, I have thought about it, and I don't have an interest in it at the moment just because I, my, my producing partners are pretty stretched thin right now. So if I had someone producing that I trust, yes. I would I would consider it, but I like to write. I like to write scripts, and I like I like my acting and producing. Um, directing, man, there's just so many talented directors, and and I, we have yet to see you know all of them show their magic, you know. Yeah. So no, I don't have it. I don't have an interest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're right. As of right now, I'm in, and I'll take that answer as something like good. Like you know, he's he's just trying everything out. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I was reading as well. Um, you just produced a very uh, a documentary about a civil rights leader um, that was with Martin Luther King Jr. Mm-hmm. How was that? How was producing a documentary like that? Because you know, especially in the day and climate we live in today, how. Right. How was that journey? How was that whole that whole process? You know, I mean, going? the whole the whole premise of the thing was, you know, a black reverend, you know, responded to the KKK Grand Wizards with nothing but kindness. Like if they burn a cross in front of his house or on his lawn, he would come out with lemonade and be like, "Y'all, y'all thirsty? Y'all must be so hot out here." So it was always like that kind of like you know banter, and you know, be, the beginning of our journey of that documentary. Um, we we were in. I went to a KKK rally in Nashville, and wow. yeah, and and then after that, they, they invited our crew to a cross burning, not thinking that hey, you're Asian and you got two Costa Rican camera guys, and the rest of the crew was white, right? So we show up in Tupelo, Mississippi, and we almost got ambushed by 180 like white supremacist oh, KKK. Wow. Yeah, it was insane. Um, so that's how we started the documentary. So. It was wow. kind of the universe's way of saying, hey, this is what the, the Reverend went through, you know, just a taste of it. Now get out of there. <laughs> get out of there. They don't want lemonade. Well, that's crazy. Well, and, you know, and, it, that was in the that was 2013. That wasn't wow. like that wasn't like 1980 something. That was 2013. Yeah. Wow. Seven years ago. Well, like I said, in 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 in, in like I said, it had, like stories like that still need to be told. And and like I said, you know, you know, it's one of those things where, and and if probably wasn't for you and your crew, you that story probably never would have been told yeah. on a way to to a mass appeal. So, you know, you, you know, th- that's awesome that you guys put your life on the line to to tell that story. That's that's pretty impressive. Literally. <laughs> Uh, so we talked about, you know, you've been on some Marvel movies. Uh, you've also been DC with Watchmen. How was that? Oh, that was incredible. It's, it, it was it was almost like uh, what Cobra Kai did for me because when I walked on the set, I mean, they transformed an old town into Vietnam. Yeah. Circa, what was that, 1970, 1980s? Um, yeah. Yeah. The funny part was my dad passed away too. And the funny part was when they were doing wardrobe, I actually got to pick out that wardrobe because I was like, that's my dad's. Outfit oh, nice. right there to the T. Like I swear he's worn that four or five times in one week. <laughs> wow. So yeah, it's very yeah. I wish I would have been able to keep it, but um Watchmen was amazing. I mean, yeah. I I was tra- I was like transported into that time. 
both both sets are Vietnam, by the way. Really? Yeah. So, Cobra Kai yeah. And, uh, yeah. Cobra Kai and yeah. So it, it was, um, and we didn't ask this. Uh, it was shot in Vietnam. No, 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 no. Or, we're we're the, okay. We're filmed. We're based in Vietnam. Based, well, I know based in Vietnam, uh, but uh, where was where was it shot? Atlanta. Okay. Both of those were shot in Atlanta. Okay. Seems like yeah. everything's shot in Atlanta nowadays. Hey, it's those George tax credits, baby. Baby. <laughs> Uh, I know we got a couple minutes left. Uh, James, did you have uh, any other questions for the awesome Mahan? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so you know when so, so I'm trying to try the best way to word this the best way. Um, like, like we talk about, you, you've had an unbelievable broad career. Is there something that you haven't done? Is there a character you haven't played yet mm. that you would like to play, kind of moving forward, or or an opportunity to play? You know, I I know everybody wants the MCU checks. You would everybody wants a, a check from the mouse. I know. But is that something that you would love to try to get into? Is I mean, that's a silly question, but like try to get into the course. MCU. Absolutely, MCU. And and you know, I like to play. I like to play like a genius character, just like someone who's super prodigy, super smart, but battles with the human side of it, of the depression, and you know, just to show people like, hey, you know, just because you're smart doesn't mean there's not a flip side to this and you know no no one ever knows what somebody's going through and i think that's you know i'm, I'm a big advocate for suicide prevention so i think that's that's why i want to play those kind of characters so we can shed light on that yeah put them on the screen for everybody to say yeah, yeah. Laid out raw man that's you know it is what it is well, I know you got another interview to go for, uh, but definitely check out Han Soto in Cobra Kai Season 3. And uh, where do you like people following you or interacting with you on social media? Uh, they can interact with me at Han Soto, at H-A-N-S-O-T-O on Instagram, and without distribution label, Kamikaze Dogfight, K-A-M-I-K-A-Z-E, Dogfight. Awesome. That's awesome. That's an awesome like company name. Totally. Thanks, man. You should check out our uh, ch check out our uh, uh, anime logo. I'm super proud of that. Oh, oh I'll have to do that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, and definitely hit us up when you're uh, ready to talk about some more stuff. Yeah, this won't be the last time, guys. I'll see you around. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Have a good night. Bye. All right. He was awesome. Oh, totally. Hey, oh, there he is. The Velvet Perfect Joker. Time. What's up, guys? How are you doing tonight? Great. How's it going with you? Good, good. No worries, no worries. Uh, I just uh, rewatched WandaVision to refresh my memory because it's been like five days. All right. So first of all, I I want to get a big rolled up newspaper for Leo <laughs> to stop ruining it and let him have fun. What I, I'm I'm not oh, sharing oh, anything. No. Oh, so 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 ready? He earlier last week was like, oh, did you know like the next two episodes like were leaked online, and I'm trying to find it so I can watch it, so I can know exactly what's going on instead of enjoying it and watching it when it comes out every week and enjoying the anticipation of a new episode. It's like I gotta know now. Yeah. I'm like get off Reddit. We're all like get off Reddit. We want to like go on his computer and like ban like Reddit. Like it's like a parental control. He can't go on it. <laughs> Come on, James. At, at some point, you're not going to tell me you didn't delve into something that you weren't supposed to check out. You just you had to. That's, that's different. That is. I was a curious young Why boy. Why is that different? I was a curious young boy, and I didn't have parental controls on my computer yet. Um, <laughs> but still, no, because that because what happens is, and you, I don't know if you've noticed this, but he'll be like, I know something you don't know. <laughs> I can't talk about that. 
like because he right. already knows what's happened yeah. so it's like it well i don't know what what okay so so no i know stop no no stop. i don't want to know no. i don't want to know exactly. Leo. to yourself nobody wants to know I, no, no, Nobody no. Knows. I'm not saying anything, but to, to defend myself, it turned out it wasn't the next two episodes. It was just the, you know, when they start off an episode last time on WandaVision and it shows the clips from that. So that's what it was for like the next two episodes. Okay. Yeah. Leo, you have a problem. I know. I'm sorry. And it all started with the friggin' Star Wars prequels because when they were, I couldn't get enough yes. of like. Blame the prequels. I know. <laughs> Just like all the other, they had like webcams set up when they were filming, and uh, yeah, I was like in all the forums, getting all the pictures, and I'm not mad at you, Leo, because when Suicide Squad came out, and there was all these things that were left on the cutting room floor, and they had little shots of it, uh, like Jared Leto uh, peeing, (laughs) thing he was peeing (laughs) on somebody, yeah, and uh, yeah, I was all looking for all that stuff, so I'm totally guilty. I'm not mad at you. Well, Well, great. Great transition because Leo's terrible at him. I hey, Zach, I was gonna say that <laughs> Zack Snyder teased yeah. the new Joker. Yeah, the Jared Leto. It's like a fuzzy. Looks like he's got long hair. Yeah, it looks like. It, but it looks like it's gonna be a whole. I mean, it's gonna be a different look too. He like it's been rumored. I mean, it just got rated R today. The it came out as R. They confirmed the release date, and it's going to be a four-hour movie, which I'm not – I'm kind of against because I like the whole, like, they're going to break it over, like, four nights. So it's, I figured it would be a little bit more easily digestible uh, because that's a marathon of a freaking movie to watch. Yeah, four hours is quite quite the uh, episode. Yep, there it is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, it, it's definitely going to be a long watch, but I think it's going to be worth it. I mean, look at Wanda, uh, not Wanda, uh, Wonder Woman was like three and a half hours. So that was... Well, what, what, Wonder Woman 84 was, we already had that show with that. We, we did, we did. It, that it, was a tough watch. It was. I, I, I still enjoyed it, but I, it's, yeah, I don't know. I've only watched it twice so far, so... Um, I think just the once. <laughs> yeah, it's one more time. It's one more There's time. Been a couple of times I've been tempted. I see it on the screen as offering it, and I'm like, uh... yeah. Well, actually, I actually find something else. It's no longer available on HBO Max. Well, you know, yeah. I, I maybe. Yeah. Well. I wouldn't put it past him that yeah. he, there's another way to. There's another way. There's always another way. Oh, 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 yeah. There's uh, begins with a P, ends in an Alex. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't access that, but I'm aware of that one. Uh, well, you know, and it's it's interesting too because he confirmed Martian Manhunter is going to be in it, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. And they confirmed, but they confirmed who Mar- Martian Manhunter was like when the original one came out, and they were just like they just cut that whole subplot out of it. Is so, it going to be like the, the Supergirl Martian Manhunter, or is it going to be a totally different actor? No, it's going to be the it's the Colonel from Man of Steel. Yes. And he's also a senator in Batman v Superman. Okay, so he's he's Martian Manhunter. Yeah, it's al- also the actor from Blacklist. Yep. Right, 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 right. So, like I said, we're, we're very curious. And then, of course, he re- then you know Snyder's just been dropping stuff left and right, which is good. Like build up hype for a movie that people are excited for. Um, but you know, let's see, let's see what it is. Like I said, I, I would love another little snippet trailer to give me more footage than what we've already seen. Um, but you how, know. how different is it going to be? I mean, essentially, they didn't reshoot the whole movie. I know they reshot quite a bit. Rumor uh, has it all the reshot reshoots they did. Oh, they only added like forty six seconds to the movie. 
No. So, yeah, there's some silly some report that the addition, the new footage is only like a minute or two at the most. So then this is just all stuff that was cut from the movie. Yeah, exactly. Well, how well much it, they, it was it was also VFX that wasn't completed. How much VFX is it going to be? I'd imagine quite. Well, a they bit. said they spent like seventy million dollars on this thing. So. Oh no! It was a uh, hundred and fifty million for reshoots. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. Like I said, I mean, for, for HBO, man, this is just free. You know, it's going to be free advertising right now because they the the fan the geek culture has been demanding this for what four years now, five years. Yeah. After that monstrosity came out originally, but did you guys did you guys like the Justice League movie? I I I, yes. I mean, it, was, it was definitely entertaining. I like there were certain parts of it I very enjoyed because I'm like I see where they're going with this. But then you also see points where, like, because you literally watch two separate movies, you're like, okay, that's Joss Whedon, that's Zack Snyder. Like, you, there was no really good, like, meshing of the two, like, visions of, like, what they wanted. So the stuff on there that was, like, it was very heavy Zack Snyder, I thought was really, really good. I'm still a fan of Ben Affleck as Batman. I thought that was a very, oh, yeah. very good casting, especially with, like, him later in his career as Batman. I would rather want John Hamm as Batman because of that freaking chiseled jawline that he has. Um, but at the same time, it was, you know, it was just very much uh, throw as much stuff as we can at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, but I, I still enjoyed it, but it, I don't know. I can't defend it. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing, like I said, I saw an IMAX. I was very excited. I knew it wasn't going to be fantastic because my expectations after seeing Batman v Superman were extremely low. Right. Um, especially after all the reshoots you heard and the reports that it was just a tangled mess of plot lines and they were trying to wrap things up and it was supposed to be two movies, but now it's one movie and they're trying to jam these, you know, and you're not even going to see dark side is what they led up to. So the whole flashback scene in BVS means absolutely nothing. It was just like, okay. But again, it was visually, it was just stupid. Like it was just CGI on the screen. But again, it was, I still like the people they cast in those roles. Oh, yeah. I'm not. I, I don't. I don't regret. I don't. I don't. I, w I don't wish it was recast. Like I said, I make a joke about Ben Affleck because I think John Hamm was a better pick, but Ben Affleck did it perfectly fine. I liked Ezra Miller as the Flash. J uh, uh, Jason Momoa's Aquaman was fantastic, and he got better oh. in his solo movie. Amanda, like, but you know, but it was one of those things. Like, okay, you see Aquaman's world, and it's like, okay, well, that just got me excited to watch Aquaman. Like, keep. Get, get, let me tell me more about that story. You know, like, well, also, also the the CGI of Superman's face that was just friggin' ridiculous. They 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 missed the perfect mark where they could have just added a goatee, put him in the black suit, and that would have been fine. Well, he, already, he already shot black suit. You're gonna see that in the, this episode. This, well, that, that, that was already shot. Uh, yeah. But but also like that right there just shows like the pettiness of Hollywood, and that's what like kind of made me pissed off more than most. That like, I remember they were saying like. I think Warner Brothers, when they had to do the reshoots, they told, like, at that point, Henry Cavill had the mustache for Mission Impossible. So they, they Warner Brothers, like, we will pay for the VX budget to put a mustache on him for the continuation of the movie. Like, we'll pay for that. The studio will pay for it. And Paramount's like, nope, he can't shave it. And it was, and it, they even said it was cheaper. It would have been cheaper for them to pay Paramount the money for the VX and Mission Impossible. And it would have looked a thousand times better because you're you're adding something to the lips, so you already have the yeah. the, the movements instead right. of erasing right. something right. that yeah. you can't tell that's there. Yeah, that right. looked 
so freezing all that out yeah yeah so i just wanted to say one thing that i firmly believe is the movie theater creates kind of like wandavision a distortion field <laughs> where when you're in the movie theater it's the atmosphere you got the bucket it really adds to the movie that's where you know like suicide no, squad bad. was enjoyable in the theater you know uh, no it, no it was <laughs> what do you t- no, no, they, it they was. Were, I was the first time I saw it in the theater. I, I won't lie. I was excited about it. But upon re-examining it and watching it other times now, it's still an enjoyable entertainment movie. But I was so engrossed in Harley Quinn. She did such a phenomenal job in that yes, role. Yes, she did. And made it her own. That was the key word. And she made it her own Harley Quinn. Right. And uh, even though um, I did not love Jared Leto, what we saw of him, um, you know, he's definitely my least favorite Joker of all time uh, of cinema. Uh, The Little Things on HBO. Yes. Have you seen it? No. Harley was just mentioning that tonight. So Jared Leto's on it, in it, and Mm -hmm. he plays such a creepy character. Really? Yeah, he he plays like some Marilyn Manson, not Marilyn, like uh, Manson killer type of person. Uh, Okay. Manson family? Manson family, yeah. Charles Manson, yep. Well, no. Marilyn Manson dude, too. He's (laughs) got some issues going on himself. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, not with Marilyn Manson. No, 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 no. Uh, No, but going with you, like Suicide Squad, like I saw in theaters, but about halfway through it, I kind of was like, because that first third of that movie is just like one big music video. And that's what kind of turned me off a little bit about it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I liked Will Smith as Deadshot. I didn't mind him as Deadshot. Like some of that, some of that casting was really, really spot on. Mm -hmm. Um, But other, like other characters were just like, you have no point in this movie. You're just there to kind of fill out the squad a little bit. Like, well, I mean, that's the point of the squad. The squad is disposable. Yeah, was was that one guy who had screen time for about eight minutes? Yeah. And that was yeah, it. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so do you guys know the story of why that turned out so bad? It was Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Well, so apparently they were working on the movie and uh, it was edited. Uh, and then they had the first teaser, which went over bad. Then they hired another company to do a teaser and that went phenomenal. So they decided to take that company and re-edit the entire movie. And that company is mostly known for music videos. Oh, yeah. Well, that, well, it, that, wasn't that, at that, that point in time, that. Dave? And, and wouldn't that be the issue too? Then Dave Ayers get like fired halfway during like the post production anyway, or like he was like relieved of his duties. Yeah. So now there's a call for Ayers cut of Suicide Squad. I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I, th- I, I, I think I think James, y- y- your your Ayers cut is gonna be what you see this summer. With the uh, oh, with the yeah. Suicide Squad, yeah, that's gonna be so good. Yeah, with James Gunn. Ugh. I love how James Marvel Marvel fired him. Disney, uh, DC hired him, and Marvel's like, you can come back when you're ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we totally veered off topic. Uh, well, not really veered off topic. It's been. It's, oh, we, Joe, you uh, this 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 is. Well, I wanted to make sure that we talked about WandaVision because it was, uh, I know, uh, Rich, you rewatched it. and uh, Yeah, it, I literally, five minutes before, I just yeah. finished the episode. So, so uh, go ahead. No, uh, so I was going to ask, you know, what did you think? Um, well, I still love the episode. Uh, we, we briefly talked about this during 
our great podcast, yeah. Splash Pages, which you can find here on the Dorkening Network. Nice. Thumbs up. Cheesy, um, G- G- look at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Truman Show. Yeah. Like she, would, she would hold up like the fake product being like, you can buy this. Right. <laughs> All right. Continue. Anyway, um, back to WandaVision. I yeah. apologize. Um, so, oh, uh, something that I noticed. Uh, let's see. Uh, so Agent Wu um, in the beginning, um, what I didn't notice the first time is I didn't I didn't put together. I, I don't know why I missed it. That what that they were standing right in front of the Westview sign. Yeah. And I and I'm, I I don't know why I didn't see that in the first episode and and those cops they were like oh, there's no such thing yeah. as Westview New Jersey and I'm like what <laughs> yeah yeah because the, the whole uh, whatever oh I, oh that was the thing that I picked up on uh, that they said why did Monica and Agent Wu why were they not you know hypnotized by that thing why were they still able to look for Westview yeah so that is still a question. And, uh, of course, we get into um, Vision being dead, and we see him. That is one of the creepiest things. With the thing ripped out. I know. I just said that last night, James. That's so hilarious that you just said that. I saw that. I was like, I remember watching it with Jen and the couch, and I was like, what the hell is that? Like, what is going on? And then, like, and then it turns back, and I'm like, me and Jen look at her, like, what is happening? (laughs) Zombie Vision. Yeah. Well, and, and and I brought up the whole thing, and, and this was my you know my ten cents. And again, of course, it got disproved pretty early, pretty pretty again when I rewatched it. Was I remember they were saying in Infinity War they were trying to separate the gem from want uh, from Vision, and they thought the Vision would stay Vision minus his powers. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, so, but for me, that whole that whole episode was very interesting because a it fills in the a little bit more about what happened after the second snap when they brought everybody back, which by the way was the coolest way they brought people back. Yeah, it was. Instead of like you saw in Far From Home where they just kind of showed up, they like showed them like dissolve back. Right. Like and everybody was like, What is going on? Yeah. It is just probably the opposite of what happened when it originally occurred. But um but it was more of the um how they showed up where they were. And like so, you know, my the, then the question always turned into like, well, what if someone was sitting in that chair? What if whatever happened happened? So like, I, I for me and, and I said in previous podcast that the, the two areas I would love to like get background in comics or books or something like that is that five year period between the snap and the the events of Endgame, and then like right after the right during the battle of. Avengers facility, whatever you want to call it. Um, and like right up until that, what happened on the other side of like the world when everybody started coming back. So well, you've got to write, you got to write that and send that into Marvel. Yeah. Oh yeah. Limited series <laughs> right then and there. But, um, but it was just, it was just like very, and maybe that's what it was with the FBI agent because he and her were part of the snapping, you know, and he wasn't there. Maybe that's who knows. Like maybe we'll get more answers to that. Um, well, but again, it only happened three weeks after the end of Endgame. That's yeah. the timeline you're given. So and so, it, uh, so obviously, it seems like those two were not blipped out because uh, he said Marvel didn't make it. Um, they didn't say whether he blipped or not, but he figured as an actor that he needed time to learn a magic trick, so he didn't blip. Uh, and then obviously, she needed time to become a doctor or, or whichever. 
Uh, so she's now right. a big oh, Kat Denning. Yeah, Cat Denning. She needed time to become a. Uh... Well, she's in a she's in a book. They the Marvel did release books like right after Infinity War. Uh, it was like called the Road to Endgame or whatever that was, and there's like two or three books about the blip, and that's where it first was mentioned. The blip, and that's yeah. how they were going to reference it, mm-hmm. which always sounds weird. Yeah, the blip does sound weird. But it did hint at. Did you guys get pick up the the Fantastic Four? Yes. Yes, reference. Yeah, Leo mentioned that last night. Yeah. 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 Uh, the old uh, astronaut uh, project. They said it was on hold, and the half of them haven't even come back yet. Yeah, they, they were speculating what it could be. What it could be. Oh no, go James. I mean that that would be a really interesting way to bring that them into via sword. And them already being in space, and they've already been in space because that's what you're. That's what that hinted at. Is right. since Captain Marvel, there was this whole other arm of Shield and that was either, built. I apologize. Uh, do either you guys remember what the name of that uh, radiation that Cat Denning found? It was a HP oh, uh, CMV. Yeah, cosmic something background radiation or something like that. Right, but I thought maybe the cosmic thing could also be you know with the astronauts, Big Bang Theory. No, they talk about yeah. that kind of power. Well, also yeah. uh, during the snap, that's how they were able to find Thanos is because the snap ir- irradiated uh, some. Was it was it gamma radiation or what was it? The stones release gamma yeah. radiation. It's there's gamma radiation proper. That's why the Hulk figured he would be the one to snap it. Yep. Sorry, Professor Hulk. Professor no, Hulk. Hulk. Uh, so yeah, that's how they were able to find Thanos after he used it the second time. Uh, so you figure any astronaut in space and then being hit with that gamma radiation, maybe that, yeah. I was just going to say, it's obvious that, you know, we're at the beginning of phase four right now. So you think uh, they can span a lot from the series, you know, going into Dr. Strange, which is going to go into Spider-Man. They can bring in Fantastic Four. They can bring in X-Men. So they could use this as a jumping off point for more series. Well, it was interesting because I remember we were watching it with Jen and we go through the episode and I very like how it answered some questions, very answer, like simple answers, which I really enjoyed. Like I was like, okay, like that was good. I, you know, like I always feel like Marvel's funny. They'll laugh at like all the fan theories out there and be like, you guys don't know what's coming. Yeah. Um, and then especially like the helicopter and the radio and stuff like that. Um, but for me, it was very interesting watching it because you're sitting there and you're in, and you're watching it and you're just sitting there being like, okay, like why, why? First of all, why New Jersey? Um, but you know, realistically, you the questions being answered just make more questions and it gets you more excited to watch some of these episodes. Um, you know, so the the real thing is, you know. And, and this is some of the stuff that was interesting. So going into the anomaly to the her world, their clothes change into the decade that they're in. Right. But when you leave the anomaly, they stay as they are. Right. Yeah. So she, so whatever she transforms you into, that remains outside of the bubble. Right. Because exactly. when Monica got exited, she was still in her 1970s clothes. But when the when the 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 sword guy went into it, he turned into the beekeeper. Right. That was or was that, that for her? Or was that just what her perception of him was? Like a pest or something like that. Perhaps. I just figured because because the way I thought of it was like that's just what you're probably back then you could relate that suit to. Right. 
don't know. I'm just I, I I'm more interested, and I remember watching it after we saw like it's Wanda, it's all Wanda. I looked right at Jen, and she goes, "House of M." I was like, "Yes, <laughs> like it's all it is." Yeah. Uh, now, who do we think who do we think destroyed the radio? Was that Wanda or was that the blonde lady, aka possibly Mephisto? Well, did you see the new poster they released where there's a little guy, little yeah, Mephisto? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah, it's like the mid-season poster, and it shows, if you look right in the middle of the screen. It's like the wallpaper. There's like a devil face. There's a devil face with his hair that looks like the horns and stuff like that. Yeah, it's pretty, like, they're like, that's it. I mean, it's been rumored to do that anyway because it's a three-part arc. It's three movies that are going to, like, make this story arc. Because Kevin Feige said they're not doing a 22-movie arc anymore. <laughs> they're going right. to do, like, three to, three to five movies to, like, to kind of do this, these tell these stories now. But the but, question now, will these be real babies, or will these be Mephisto shard babies? Well, don't, doesn't Billy and uh, Tommy become part of the Young Avengers eventually, at one point? Yeah, yeah, because that got retconned, but we don't know what way they're going with this. Yeah, there it is. Well, I, well, I figure with Kate Bishop and uh, Scott Lang's daughter already there, like it's just I just they're just like teeing it up. That's all. I just that's all. I feel yeah, like. you think they're, they're getting ready for Young Avengers? Come on, that's a perfect uh, that's a perfect Netflix or Disney Plus series right there. Well, also also bringing in, bringing in Young Avengers, you know, if they're going to be around for the next ten fifteen years, you know, bringing in younger cast is smart a smart move. I would not be surprised if Disney is not signing these people to long-term deals anymore after some of the pushback they got from paying RDJ. <laughs> How much did RDJ get paid for uh, Endgame and uh, Infinity War? Was it like $70 million for each movie? Yeah, yeah I think his, uh, his regular contract's 20 but with the back end, of it, he ended up getting like an extra 50 Yeah, but he's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> But I know, like, it's just I'm. Then he can go out do stupid movies like Doctor Doolittle. That's it's unwashable. Oh, I had such high hopes for that movie too. Yeah. Like, oh my god, no, you didn't high. stop that. Oh, oh, stop it. No, I no. When they initially announced that he was doing a Doctor Doolittle movie, I'm yeah. like, okay, because you saw some of his goofiness in like Iron Man, and he's you know he's just a like he can be a funny character. I then they went to like this nth degree with it and I'm like I don't get like when I saw the trailer I was like you kind of got me a little bit on board still but then like what accent did he have like what is the plot of this movie like I just wanted to bring up in the 80s he was a funny character as well so he does have a funny side oh yeah no yeah. I mean we were watching we're rewatching a bunch of rom -coms, the old, absolutely well uh air the one with uh lethal weapon guy uh air something Jordans? What? I don't no. Know. They're like uh, drug smugglers. Or he's a drug smuggler. Con Air? No. <sighs> I just watched that for John Malkovich because he's my hero in that movie. Um, yeah, he'll find it. No, like I said, I, I, for, for, you know, this week's going to be a very interesting week because now are we going to get parallel telling stories? Are we going to get the sitcom as well as the outside world? Or are they going to start doing like one episode? Cause there's only five episodes left. So is it every other episode they're... we're going to get like outside world, real world? Like, is that the, what, is that what they're going to be doing? I'm no, curious. I think, well, going by the commercials uh, and not the spoiled video that I saw. Uh, oh, the Disney promos. Yeah. I saw, yeah. I, I, I've even avoided those. Well, so I'm not a psychopath. we're still going to get TV, 
but it seems like it's going to be a you know a mix between the two because we see a broken scene with Agnes uh, where she tries to reset the scene uh, and then you see um, uh, Wanda sort of like bringing back reality and she does like the not the Malcolm in the middle the modern family modern she does family the modern yeah family talk to the camera shtick yeah and uh, the movie was Air America Mel Gibson Robert Downey Jr. Oh, right, right, right. A young pilot finds himself recruited unwittingly into the covert and corrupt CIA airlift organization op- operating in Vietnam War era Laos. That is a funny title. That sounds yeah. like a ball of ball of laughter. It, it was it was a good movie back in the day. Um, there could be a bonus end episode. They're saying because uh for me i would just love to know the deleted scene in which they shot for endgame but they never released of wanda stealing vision's body your rock star guy uh is saying we may see that episode have you been watching the rock stars uh new rock stars no what is, i thought what i thought you about? i thought you turned me on to that youtuber he like breaks down all the trailers was it you no james no no I, no okay i watch nerdist that's where i get the majority oh. of the breakdown stuff check out new rock stars or or yeah and uh one of the scenes from the trail looks like wanda may be in a morgue and mm-hmm. they think that you know maybe she's going to retrieve vision's body that could be a flashback scene I still, like I said, I I think they're still, she's still the red herring in this. Like, I, I mean, they've been pretty on point saying she's the villain or she's the, there's something else going on here. And us, you know, Marvel fans know that there is something going on here. Like, it's not just her. Because there's been, you know, because like I said, even what, if you... To what degree is she controlling it? Is she controlling the barrier? Is she controlling the TV aspect? Is she controlling all of it? And how is she she being controlled? Well, the only reason, and this is again going back episode, if you look at the character board, remember they built the character board? There's Mm -hmm. one, Agnes is on there with no driver's license, no information about her. And then the other one was Dottie, the blonde haired girl. Remember Dottie runs everything in this town. If you want to be good with her, you have to be good with her. There's not even a sheet on her. Yeah, on right. that board. And no Ralph. Ralph. Agnes's well, yeah, husband. Because you you haven't met Ralph yet. No. Remember, they were just doing it from people in the episodes. Yep. But those are two people that had no information on there. And then is it was the guy, you know, in the third episode, him saying that are they all dead? Or are they all kidnapped? They're all there against their will. And they've seen people like disappear. Because the real question is why wasn't the beekeeper ejected like Maria Rambo? And we don't know what happened to him. And and you know, we've only seen we, we saw um, a little hint of Hydra, and we haven't seen that since. So, could that still be right around the corner? Well, what did I see? Something from So Wizard. They post something is like, you know, the um, you, you've run into three different commercials that all have three different things. You have the toaster, which is red and it's flashing red. You have right. the watch. You have the watch, right. the Hydra watch, and then you have the Hydra soak. So they were saying, time for the time stone. The cube looks like the Tesseract. So there's your there's your space stone. Mm-hmm. You have, and then you have the red as they're saying reality. And I think that's the biggest stretch of them. But like I looked at that, I was like, I, I, I'll run with that logic that they're all mimicking the stones. And you saw the mind stone clear as day in the second episode on the box. Yeah. 
Right. So, and like, why is it a hexagon? Like, because I thought the hexagon, I thought AIM was going to be somewhere involved in this. And that I, that went out the window pretty quickly as well. Like, they even, like, the whiteboard was like, I joked around with Jen. I was like, those are all the questions the fans are asking. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> is is Vision alive? All yeah. that stuff. But I thought it was very funny. Kat Denning, it, by the way, I think it's very, very funny. And she just goes like, Vision's dead, right? Like, dead. Like, not disappeared. Dead. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I sat there. I was like, Holy, like they just confirmed that. But then I was like, so we're watching this with two Avengers, like, <laughs> but like even to a point being like, a, no one knows where the Avengers are if they're even still around after the fight with Thanos. So, and that's why I was thinking it's funny. She's like, why is there a thing with an Avengers? Like, it's a sitcom with these two Avengers. So, like, it's very curious to know exactly like what's happening. So. Like I said, the episode answered some questions, but it man, it fucking asked a lot more, and I'm like, Absolutely. I'm ready to go. Oh, I'm ready to it's, go. It's going to keep us guessing until the final episode, too. Uh, I believe it was Elizabeth Olsen said uh, that there's a Luke Skywalker type reveal. Yes. that they haven't got to yet. Yeah, and it's an actor they haven't worked with before. So yeah, what do you think? <sighs> See, see, this is why I like the weekly releases. I like, like, I remember I liked when the binging initially came out when that was the big thing. But going back to like episodic television and like you have a new episode every week, it makes it like better. And it's when it's good quality TV. Because I remember they're doing this with Lost when Lost was good. Like it makes you have a dialogue. It makes you talk about it instead of watch. Because when binging, you have to watch the full season in like a weekend. Or you right. you will be lost. Yeah. And then when you go to discuss it, you're only going to remember a couple of things. You're not going to remember to discuss key yeah. points that happen throughout the episode because you're not being, you or, know, you're being bombarded by so much information versus a select amount of information. Or when you're talking about it, you know, uh, what you're only on episode three. What? <laughs> right. Or 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 the 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 chances of it being spoiled are greater than it needs to be. Yeah. So, I well, mean, I mean, you're still going to be spoiled. That's why you got to watch it early because you get people that post stuff like right away. Well, and w- well, that's what got me too is when I saw the picture of someone really showed a picture of like vision, like dead vision. Yeah. I uh, I was like, no, nah, that's not real. That's probably something because it looked because he was wearing the same outfit for before. I was like, oh, someone just threw up like vision's dead face from Infinity War, whatever. And then when I saw it, I was like, still, I was like blown away. Like, wow, they actually put that on. They actually put that in the show. Like, wow. Like, okay. This is happening. Now but I feel like I want to rewatch that part because was he gray or was he purple? He was gray. Like he was grayed out. He was gray. Okay. Yeah, he looked like he did at the end of Infinity War. Right. Um, but for me, it was interesting that, and again, maybe we didn't see the whole board, but no one mentioned the two Hydra commercials. Like going back to what you no. said, like no one, no one mentioned that. Right. Like, why are they not in in these dialogues? Like as like a possible thing. Yet to come. Oh, so many or, or, or just a red herring to throw us off. Yeah. Kevin Feige, you bastard. <laughs> Evil genius. Oh my god. So he's laughing his way all the way to the bank. So after this ends, we get um Winter Soldier. After right? this ends, uh, not it Winter goes Soldier. right into Winter Soldier. Yep. It goes right in the Winter Soldier. Like the week oh, does after it, like, immediately? Like it goes like the next series is Winter Soldier. Yeah, but, but how soon? When it, when it, do we have a release date on that? I think it's May. Okay. And then after that, Loki. Right. And then somewhere in there, a movie nobody cares about comes out. Is it really going to come out, though? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, but, yeah, have they have they filmed Love and Thunder yet? Yeah, yeah, because we're starting to see set picks. That's right, they have. 
Yeah, yeah. They're shooting that in Spider-Man and Doctor Strange all at the same time. Wow. Because Doctor Strange is being shot in London and uh, God and Thunder is down in Australia and Spider-Man's in Atlanta. Right. Well, here, here's another question with the whole, I mean, maybe this will be the Doctor Strange connection. I mean, if the government's got an issue, why don't they just call Doctor Strange? Isn't he like the magic guy? Well, I think, but I think they don't know what he can do. I think it's one of those things, like, the reason he's good at his job is they don't really know that they're there. I think that's the whole point of, we actually just watched the Doctor, we just rewatched Doctor Strange. To a point, remember, like no one, like if that was the case, then they would have known some something about that during the Battle of New York. Remember, you could agent one on top right, of the right. But uh, I, I'll I'll uh, address in uh, it was the uh, Captain America, the one where the uh, they were gonna blow everyone up with the uh, helicarriers. Oh, Winter Soldier. The helicarriers, yes, yes. And uh, he actually says it's one of the people. He's like, who would they kill? It'd be like Banner, Stephen Strange. So they, the government knows about him or knows about these superpowered individuals. Well, for me, and, well, and, and maybe this is where it comes into the Doctor Strange. Where does Doctor Strange fall in the timeline of the Marvel MC? Because it's never really established when the events of Doctor Strange happen. Um, because the, the only clue you have that Doctor Strange happens during Civil War is because they said there's a 35-year-old Air Force pilot yeah. who got injured in an experimental exoskeleton, ex- exosuit. Mm-hmm. Right. Cody Ro- like, that would be the only... It was either that or it was... Um, it was either that or they said it was the pilot in Iron Man 2 that was in the thing that turned all the way around, like the, the yep. 180. Oh, right. And... And so they were saying it's either one of those things because technically the events of Doctor Strange is like two years. He's in training for like two years. Mm-hmm. So like, and that's the thing, like that's what's interesting about that one movie is like it's kind of set away from because you don't know when those events happened. Right. So. So uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier actually starts March 19th. March so it's 10th. right, it goes right into it. Wow. Yeah. And that Sweet. one has to do with U.S. Agent and the S.H.I.E.L.D., and uh, the thunder, the thunder, the thunderbolts, the thunder Rosses. That's teeing that up. Oh, interesting. In Red Hulk, and that's only six episodes. Well, oh, that's going to be done the series. Interesting. Yep. I can't wait. I just, just give me more. Just keep feeding me. <laughs> feeding me nerd culture. Oh, just if if it's the quality that we're getting, I'm like keep going. Like just. Also, give me more agent. Uh, give me more of that FBI agent. He's fantastic. I want more of him in like the MCU. Oh, totally. Yeah, he's a great actor. So uh, this also says Loki is May. Sounds about right. Yeah. To me, my my timeline was off, but yeah, it's they're literally boom, 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 and then what if comes out this win- this fall? That's crazy. The, the yeah. trailer for what ifs look great. Yeah, they do. Well, I love everybody's like, oh, we're gonna get Marvel zombies, and I'm like, guys, and, I. Love- and- Am I remembering correctly? They said they, uh, Chadwick Boseman actually uh, he actually did the voice. Every I think they said almost every live action character did their voices. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think the only one who did it and it's rumored was RDJ. He's like I'm not doing it. Right. So, what well, that's smart for them to get them because we know how well the Avengers game you know flopped because uh, they didn't have any likenesses. They didn't have any voices. Well, the reason the, the 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 a the reason why the Avenger game flopped 
was it also took they announced it like four years earlier and didn't do anything about it and by the time they announced it the mcu was unstoppable yeah and they never never went reached out to disney for their input and to be like hey can you help us out because that deal was brokered beforehand well leo you're a video game guy did you get it did you like it I did not get it. Actually, James is a game I'm, game guy too. Okay. I played I played the demo. Uh, they had like a be- they had a demo weekend where you could play like like a bunch of levels. I liked it. I liked the 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 thought went that went into the game. That mm-hmm. how you know this event happened and you have to kind of reassemble the Avengers and you can interact with like uh you know you can interact and do different things to grow your character and give you know you played in Miss Marvel but once you kind of unlock Miss Marvel, you can play as the Hulk and you can play the whole game as the Hulk if you want, or you can play the whole game as Iron Man. Um, and you build the character up in either powers and suits and stuff like that. Um, and the whole point of it was, and this is where I'm worried that it's not going to do, was they have like a year worth of free DLC coming out where you're just going to keep growing the story and adding new characters. Like they just added Kate Bishop. They, they Ant-Man's in the game. Uh, and some other characters are in the game that you can unlock and there's whole storylines and missions and all this stuff going on and now they're talking about get rid of it I'm like that's like an ambitious goal like I wish other stories would do like yeah we're gonna put this game out there and again it doesn't help that a there was a pandemic that doesn't help anywhere and I'm not saying like everyone's home ever should buy it but you know it just really wasn't really well marketed because when you know the Avengers, you know it's it's sad to say that not sad to say, well, I could say sad to say that the people automatically go to the Marvel like cinematic universe, where there's been unbelievably great representation in the comics and other forms of media. Um, I've actually just started watching the the uh, Disney Avengers or Earth's Mighty the, the 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 animated Avengers TV show. Oh yeah, yep, sure, yeah, that's a great one which is very well drawn. Like I actually, I stumbled upon it cause I was on like Facebook. They had like the, when they fought Thanos and stuff like that. And like, I was like, Ooh, I'll watch that. And then I was like, Ooh, that's on Disney plus I'll watch all those. And it's like really, really well drawn. It's really, really well acted. So like, and that was the thing. And they just tried to, you know, they, they, I'll give them credit. Square Enix took a shot and they swung uh, and they hit a little dribbler up the first baseline. Like it really did. It wasn't a home run. Um, which they wanted to, but they still made a profit. But now they're like, they're shutting everything down. And I'm like, guys, like, just then if that's the case, just to release everything you have. Because they wanted it to be like a comic book that you, you just yeah. keep adding issues and storylines. And, you know, the whole game is about you, you know, the uh, Avengers were replaced by AIM and Mordok, and they were pulling the strings. And, you know, you know, and they were talking about after that, the Avengers are back at the end of the game, and you're going to have Hydra and Red Skull and all these other Doctor Doom and, all these other villains and all their own storylines and you know you can just interact and i was like that's awesome like, that's so cool and now we're not gonna get that nobody bought it i mean it was 20 i, I mean I, I i it was and this is where it gets sad i bought a game the, like two weeks ago and a gentleman like told jen i was like i'm gonna buy a new video game she's like okay so i go to gamestop and i was looking for the used a used copy of uh the avengers because i was like i'll put up by that and put some time into it it was on a used copy was like five dollars cheaper than a new copy well that's gamestop but i was like first of all i know the game didn't do well so like first of all it shouldn't be this much money anyway and then but then i saw the star wars uh fall fall jedi fallen order yep for ten dollars cheaper and i was like i haven't beat that game yet and i like that game so i'm gonna buy that game and like my between the two choices it really came down to price it 
Avengers was $10 cheaper, I would have bought that. But it was just like, I, I can't, for a game in which I know they're not releasing a ton of stuff anymore for, I'm not going to invest money into. And I think that's the problem right now. Like, give it like two months, watch. That's going to be a $20 game, like Greatest Hits or whatever it's going to be. Yeah. So. Well, okay. um, the Star Wars game was on sale recently as well. And that's that's when I picked it up. Uh, I still haven't played it, though. Which one was that? Star Wars game, Leo? Uh, the Fallen Order. Okay. Um, I still also control. I still haven't played. I, I picked that up recently. Yeah, I'm still playing Cyberpunk. Yeah, for me, I'm just May May fourteenth uh, can't come any fucking sooner. What's, oh yeah, nice segue there, James. <laughs> ah, well, you teed it up. I just kind of sung at it. No. So, uh, so what's dude, happening? Was, Mass Effect Legendary Edition got a release date, and they released a ton of information about it in exactly what they did and what they upgraded and the controls and everything. And I'm, I'm ready. I just, I'm looking forward to playing it. And uh, there's actually a $150 collector's edition where you can get a one for one replica helmet of the N7 helmet from the game in the box with like art and stuff like that. Um, that I am. So for those of us that are not familiar with Mass Effect, like me, I just, I've never played it, don't know anything about it. Sell me on it. Uh, So you are, you play as Commander Shepard in the distant future in which Earth humans have finally discovered what they call a Mass Effect relay. And a Mass Effect relay is basically a relay that helps you. That was built hundreds of millions of years ago by unknown, unknown, but they helps warp drive basically through the universe, and they start interacting with everybody in the galactic community. As Commander Shepard, you you are thrust into the role when they find digging on the planet Mars these ruins uh, that for an alien race called the Prothothans. I think I've said that right. Um, in which they warned of a coming apocalypse from a group of called, group of aliens called the Reapers. Um, and basically what it is is every 10,000 years they come into the galaxy and literally wipe clean the galaxy of the most advanced life as to prevent to prevent uh, uh, civilizations from getting um, advanced enough where they can literally it finds out for they, they can't create AI because they find that AI is the end all to civilization. So they come in and they cleanse the galaxy and then they reset everything to a point and then they leave. Um, so you're Commander Shepard and you start on this epic story in which you have to, you know, the first game is basically you get, you find out that the Reapers are coming. You find out that someone who works for the Alliance is a spy for him and that it's just an initial wave and it's just one story after another it's a three-part trilogy um and this is the one of those games where your actions can affect the outcome of the game all the way through all three games so you have unbelievably hard choices to make you can and this is where you can romance anybody you want um which was very back when mass effect came out it was a huge like it was on the news like there was nudity in this game and it promoted like sex and it's literally like the only way you get there is by having a romance you have to build a relationship with certain characters and depending on like there's like there's always like there's a couple moments in the game where you have to make a decision who lives and who dies and these are far into the game where you've built a relationship with these people both in the game and just watching the story that the game's not making the decision you have to make the decision and depending on who you pick and what event you choose 
has ripple effects in the other games because it will reference that choice. Oh wow! And, and what's the gameplay like? What what's like third it, person? Third person is it real time battles or no no it's 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 like an it's a shooter it's an action shooter, um it's like an RPG it's the best okay. it's Bioware, so it's a it's an RPG you build up your character, um you have good choices and you have bad choices I actually if you look at my tattoo it's actually the Mass Effect tattoos. So you can make good choices or bad choices. And depending on the choices you make is how you're even perceived in the galaxy. You can be an evil person and kill everybody. And your character will have red scars and red eyes because you're just an evil character. Or you can be a good character and people like respect you and talk to you and give up information. And it's like, you can walk that type rope and they give you, and the great thing about the game is it's story driven. So they, they, they make you make choices. It's nothing that you can't just avoid the choice. Like the game literally comes to a point being like, you have to make this choice. So uh, I got into it at Mass Effect 2, which is the better of all three games, actually. So it goes 2, 1, 3 is the way, like the best game order. Um, so the one coming out on the 14th is a, a culmination of all three games? All three of them. So you can literally play uh, Mass Effect 1 into Mass Effect 2 into Mass Effect 3. Okay, and did they... And at, the, at the Video Game Awards, they announced there's going to be technically a Mass Effect 4 coming out soon. So did they upgrade the graphics for the other... All the graphics been upgraded. Uh, so Mass Effect 1 had the most upgrades because they, they upgraded the controls to make it more unified with the other two games. The HUD has been upgraded to be unified with the other two games. Uh, a lot of the character commands, stuff like that, but they up, they refreshed it up to 4K. They, they kind of cleaned up the bugs. They kind of you know, smoothed out the edges, um, but they did a lot of work on that. You're also getting all, all of the 40 plus DLC automatically installed in the game. Um, so it's, it's definitely, they, they've been hinting at this game for two years. Um, and I'm kind of that uh, cross platform. Yep, it's on PlayStation Four, Five, and Xbox, and Xbox, uh, Xbox One, and Series X. So, and I think it's coming out for PC too. Um, there was talk of them putting a Switch version out there, but I don't think it got past development. Uh, but you know, and one of the things is they did remove some of the multiplayer action from Mass Effect Three, which is I didn't really like. But uh, but it's just it's it's a really good game. I think I've beat Mass Effect Two five times i think i beat mass effect three four times wow um yeah it's just it's a good game because you can make your character your own but like you can play the it has high resale value because you can play the game and make different choices and see how they affect and see if you can get a different ending um because the in the second game it all leads to this end depending on your actions throughout the game your last scene your last battle your last act of the game you have to command people and you have to tell them to do certain things to have the whole team survive. If you didn't do the loyalty mission, if you didn't, if you didn't upgrade the ship properly, if you didn't upgrade their powers correctly, if you just ignore them in the game, they will die. Like the, I, I have the walkthrough on my phone, so I have it. So I can always, I can know. Cause I'll tell you like, if you pick this guy, you know, at, it, it, this person has to crawl through the vents. So you got to pick one or two people. And it's not two people. They're like, well, if you do this person, are you loyal to them? Yes. Okay. Then they'll survive. If you pick this person, are you loyal to them? Yes. This guy probably won't survive. Like, but they might survive if you didn't do something else. So everything's like super woven oh, wow. and inner, in, in, inner, like connected with each other. 
it's very enjoyable if you like that story-based gameplay. That's crazy. So, oh, I can't wait. Oh, my God, I can't wait. <laughs> so are you going to get the big pack that comes with a helmet? Don't tell my wife. <gasps> okay. No, I've, no uh, I probably will. Like I said, that might be with something like uh, I, I saw that you have to buy it from the Bi- from BioWare directly. Um, so I'm hoping there'll be plenty of those in stock. There probably won't be because people are psychotic, you know, and people buy everything before anybody else can enjoy it. Um, so we'll see. Like I said, I, I, for me, I just want to get it and I just want to play it. And it comes out in May, which I'm kind of glad about um, because my daughter's due in June, at the beginning of June-ish. Um, so that Thank you. So that gives me a little bit of time so when she's sleeping, I can I have something to something to play. Because nice. when Harrison was um, born, I had Red Dead Redemption. So. Yeah. I still yeah, now, now, now that I fangirled all over that game. Um, <laughs> well, I'm glad uh, is, something's coming out that you'll uh, you'll enjoy. Also, uh, that also May is a big big month of releases for the video game world because that's when Resident Evil Village comes out, as well as Mass Effect, as well as like three or four other big game big titles are coming out in May. When's Horizon coming out? Second fourth quarter of this year. Okay. Maybe I'll That's only if Sony can get systems in people's hands. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Even still, it, it's scalpers are still snack, snagging I have, up. I have a very, I, I have, like, for me, like, uh, like I don't see, like, I, just me online and me just kind of talking to my friends and me even in the stores, like, I don't see a huge demand for them. Like, I don't, like, I still see the scalping prices of these systems still dropping everybody's waiting everybody everybody now at this point the holidays are done so people are just waiting for them to be in stock 100 percent to buy it like well still the, searching what's that you still searching for one? Oh yeah yeah i i, I, I said I, target got a bunch they got a shipment yesterday uh yeah but they sold out um yeah like instantly uh yeah there was a target drop there was a couple playstation direct drops and i came this close to getting one um i was probably like a minute away yeah playstation direct is is the fairest one to get because they they announced that they're going to do a drop you go to the website and they say okay nobody can enter the website to buy anything uh you'll be automatically put in a queue in 30 minutes uh whoever's at the web in the website once the 30 minutes ends they randomly give you a spot in line when it's your spot in line, you have so much to make an order. Um, but there's a chance that they could sell out, you know, between that time. So you got to act fast. And that's what happened to me. I had it in my cart. I was going to check out and they sold out while I was putting in my credit card information. Hmm. PlayStation 5 shipped 4.5 million units last year. Yep. And uh, there was a report, I think they calculated scalpers made like $40 million dollars so far yeah they said they were 10 to 15 percent of the sales went to scalpers of the playstation 5 i'm sure more than that went uh here we go right here it looks uh sony confirmed it's currently losing money on playstation 5 sales resulting from strategic price points for ps5 hardware that were set lower than manufacturing costs which we knew that was released a while back that says playstation sony is planning on losing money yeah, and the problem is with them sell- with scalpers buying systems, scalpers aren't buying controllers, they're not buying games, they're not buying anything. And they're just sitting on the stock until it sells. And then if somebody buys a, a system for $300 above retail, that's less money that they're going to have to buy for games and everything. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, but see, they're also saying like... Uh... 
yeah, I mean, but, but Sony's getting it from PlayStation Plus accounts reactivating the downloads, all that stuff. Yeah. So they're getting their money not from the PlayStation, but they're getting it from everything else. Yeah. There's a big uh, game sale on right now, too. Like uh, all the AAA titles um, are, what is it? If you go to uh, the Play, PlayStation Store, it's all digital downloads. Um, but there's a big sale happening. Yeah. Okay, well, I think uh, we cover anything else you guys wanted to cover before we wrap it up. I got nothing on the agenda. Okay, I talked about my things. Yeah, I mean, the only other thing was the Justice Society World War Two uh, is coming out, um, and I don't know about the artwork on that. We'll we'll, we'll see. Uh, I finally finished um, Batman: Soul of the Dragon. That was really good. Yeah, yeah. I just started watching. Um... Uh, Batman versus Robin. I haven't watched that one yet. Yeah. Um, and then the trailer for the Nevers dropped. That looked really good. Yeah. So, um, for me, it was interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll wrap it up. Uh, Rich, where do you like people interacting with you? Uh, I'm Rich Davis on Facebook. Uh, CT Joker also on Facebook. Or CT Joker 2014 on Instagram. Okay. Or you can see me on Splash Pages every Tuesday at 8 o'clock <laughs> on the Dorkening Podcast Network. Awesome. <laughs> James. Uh, you can find me on the, my personal tweets and Instagrams at LongTimeStorm. Uh, check me out there as well as you can follow my show. It's Go Time with Jay and James. Uh, tomorrow we're dropping our episode from uh, Monday, uh, Super Bowl preview. So we talk about Super Bowl and getting ready for that. Um, as well as some other news in the NFL. Uh, But also you can find me here every Wednesday on the Dorkening Podcast Network. And also if you're looking for something new to watch, go watch Resident Alien on Sci-Fi. Oh, yeah, I need to watch that. Tudyk. Uh, You think Brady is going to get another ring? Uh, I would love Tom Brady uh, to get a ring, and I think that would be fantastic. Uh, Kansas City is a tough team to beat. They are the defending champions for a reason. So I just want a good game. At the end of the day, for any Super Bowl, even the ones that the Patriots are in, I don't want a blowout. I don't want anything. I want a good game at the end of the day. Awesome. And uh, for me, just Google Leo Pond. you find a bunch of stuff. Could be true, could be not. But more importantly, head on over to thedorkening.com, which you can find a bunch of shows on the network. Follow these awesome people here. And, uh, you know, I do a show, th- uh, four shows a week. I do the uh, Indie Creator Studio. Psychopath. What's that? Psychopath. I know. Uh, Mondays, we do the Indie Creator Studio uh, at 8 p.m. Uh, Tuesdays, we do Splash Pages uh, with mm-hmm. Rich. And then uh, Wednesdays, we do Still Token With. I produce that. And then we do the Dorkening here. I want to thank everybody for watching. We'll catch you guys later. Bye. Have a good night. Later. Peace out.